Greetings, my excellent friends. Bill. What? Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. This is Wild Stallions, your weekly podcast focused on all things Salt Lake Stallions and the Alliance of American Football. I am Jay Catch. He is Sean Walker, my fearless co-host. Sean, how are you, my friend? Jake, I'm just happy that you had me back for this little shtick that we call the Wild Stallions podcast. Thanks for having me. The shtick, yes, the shtick. Uh, we we are, of course, a podcast like I mentioned. We love to cover the AAF. And guess what, Sean? The Super Bowl Super Bowl is done. So what's that? It's game mean? week. It's game week. It's game week. There is a game this week. Well, there's four I just games. Screaming in the microphone. I'm sorry. It's okay. There's four games this week, and of course, that includes. Our beloved Salt Lake Stallions in action on the road. Speak for yourself, our beloved Stallions. What, are you going to claim theirs on a Hot Shots as your, your your new team? Maybe Atlanta Legends. Okay, uh, you're going with I, Legends? You, you do know I'm an ATL guy. I do know obviously, that. Obviously, so. On the other podcast we do, which co- covers American football, soccer, Sean is an Atlanta guy, so there you Apparently. go. Apparently. Apparently, no, exactly. That's the perception. But our beloved Stallions. Yes. We'll, we'll call them our beloved Stallions. It's fine. Our Lady of Stallions. Our Lady of Stallions. Our Lady of Stallions. Oh, there we go. All right. Playing in the Cathedral of Rice Eccles. Yeah, well, they're not playing in the Cathedral of Rice Eccles this week, but they are going to be in action on the road in Arizona against the Arizona Hotshots. Uh, coached by the legendary UCLA head coach Rick Neuheisel. Like, should we call him legendary? Like former Colorado UCLA legendary Pac-12 guy. Pac-12 legend. Yeah, there Pac-12 we go. Legend. Pac-12 legend. Pac-12 Rick Neuheisel. Legend. Yes, Pac-12 uh, head head coach is Rick Neuheisel. Um, they had made some news earlier this offseason that they had hired Hugh Freeze as their offensive coordinator. But of course, Hugh Freeze got hired at Liberty University as their head coach, so he's no longer the offensive coordinator there. The Arizona Hotshots couldn't handle Hugh Freeze's junk. I guess so, but uh, Nick Aliotti is the defensive coordinator, the former Oregon defensive coordinator, stepping into the pro ranks. They've got a decent uh, coaching staff here, Sean, but I'm just excited simply to see these two teams play. We have been talking about this league. We've heard reports of this league for a long time. And here it is, Sean. We are, as of recording today, we are four days away from the beginning of this of the season, the debut of this league. We're five days away from the Stallions playing. It is an exciting time to finally have a game sitting right there in front of us. Yeah, after all the talk, after all the hype, mm-hmm. after all the emotional videos featuring Charlie Ebersol at all, <laughs> it's finally time to play some football. And Jake, I could not be more excited. Absolutely. And this is an exciting time because Arizona's got a decent team. And we're going to get to this in a little bit, Sean. We'll play, probably talk about this in the second segment. There are odds out on the oh. debut season. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. I know, you, you're you're degenerate over there. We've got odds from the Westgate Superbook in Las Vegas for the debut season. And good news, Salt Lake Stallions fans. The Stallions are th- highly thought of entering the season. We'll talk about that in the next segment, but let's talk about the Arizona Hotshots here for a second. They are led by two quarterbacks here that I'm actually... I personally, because you know me, I'm a college football junkie, Sean. I know you're similar here. But there are at least two quarterbacks on this Arizona Hotshots roster that 
I, when I think of them, I think of their great collegiate careers, and it's just exciting. I'm speaking of John Wolford. If you listen to a certain other college football podcast, you may know him as the Wolford Wagon. The Wolford Wagon. The Wake Forest right. star who is now, he's a rookie. He's coming, just came out of Wake Forest a year ago. And then also Trevor Knight, the former Oklahoma and Texas A&M quarterback, who of course we all know is a certain singer's favorite quarterback of all time. And also a uh, certain uh, quarterback who was pushed out by a certain number one overall NFL draft pick. Also true. Baker Mayfield did take his spot. He moved on to Texas A&M. And I'm speaking of Katy Perry, if you remember her, I'd say infamous spot on college game day. That was quite the that was quite the appearance. It's so famous, it's infamous. Yeah, sure. There we go. I like it. All right, so there's and but naturally because of that now opening day, uh, the Hot Shots will probably be starting former Dartmouth signal caller Jack Hennigan. Yeah, Jack Hennigan. Just just because he's the one we're everybody's thinking of in that group. Yeah, they're going to spite all of us and just say, hey, we're going with the Dartmouth big green quarterback. 6'4", 225 pounds, why not? Yeah, he's, he's a big boy. So, Sean, just looking over this roster, Arizona, they also feature Larry Rose the third, a former New Mexico State running back. I think he's the all-time leading rusher in New Mexico State history. Great player. Jarrell Presley, who was also a New Mexico product, played for the New Mexico Lobos. I think he actually played quarterback in the triple option system that uh, New Mexico had for a time, but now he's playing running back at the pro level. I just go down this list. Richard Mullaney, a wide receiver out of Oregon State, uh, kind of famously made a transfer to uh, to Alabama as a graduate transfer, uh, played for Nick Saban. You look at this list, and you can go down this list. I can name multiple other guys. There's some big names on the Arizona Hotshots roster that maybe aren't necessarily localized to Arizona, but college football fans, I think, will be familiar with their names if you start mentioning them. Yeah, you you want to talk about explosive offenses with uh, Trevor Knight et al. with these hotshots. I'm looking at the defense. I'm looking at guys like Will Sutton, formerly yes. of Arizona State, the I was defensive get to tackle Sutton, there, yeah. down there. Uh, Scooby Wright from Arizona is on this roster. He's a linebacker for the hot shots they're playing right there at Sun Devil Stadium. So, I mean, why not? A, a couple of these in-state guys have had great, great games uh, in the Valley of the Sun. So, really nice to see them getting an opportunity to continue their career on a professional level here mm-hmm. in the Alliance of American Football right there. But, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I really like not just the explosive players that you got on offense, but just some, some good, gritty, down-home, uh, hit-hard defenders yes. on this hot Come on. squad. Scooby Wright. Everybody who remembers Scooby Wright playing for the Arizona Wildcats remembers what he did. He turned that into a pretty high so draft pick, and he kind of flamed out in the NFL. But Some off-the-field issues, yes. too, that we won't get into. Yeah, but. But, but this is an opportunity for a guy like that to rebuild his image and maybe make it back to the NFL because I don't think anybody that watched Scooby Wright play football at the collegiate level ever thought that this guy is not a pro prospect. He was everything he was cracked up to be. So yeah. yeah, Will Sutton, great player as well. There's so many guys here. Yeah, and Scooby really the highlight of uh, several very, very good uh, Rich Rod defenses there in Arizona too. So. <laughs> 
very good Rich Rod defense. What are we talking about? Okay, that's a little bit of a misnomer, but still. He single-handedly made their defenses adequate (laughs) because he was a one-man wrecking crew. And I can't even think of other guys on this roster. Obam Guachum was a guy at Oregon State. I remember watching Raheem Moore, UCLA product. I like what Arizona has done here, Sean. They have actually a very um, Pac-12 heavy roster, and that's what you would expect with one of the teams that's based here in the West in the Alliance of American Football. They're going to have a heavy Pac-12 influence. But for Arizona, I think that they've gone a little more than even I think San Diego or Salt Lake even did. They have got guys from all over the Pac-12 footprint that are playing for this team. And I think that'll help because you have two Pac-12 schools in state that'll draw eyeballs, I I believe. Yeah, and I would expect nothing less from, uh, I believe, still current Pac-12 network analyst Rick Neuheisel. Oh, he's actually CBS Sports. Oh, now he's with CBS Sports. Nick Aliotti, though, their defensive coordinator is a Pac-12 now. Oh, that's true. That's true. And, of course, they're led by former Arizona kicker Nick Falk um, among their most distinguished Pac-12 Yeah, Falk has had a long uh, career in the NFL. He's now with them. And they actually have two guys. Uh, So you look at that. Nick Falk, a longtime NFL guy. Uh, you just look at this roster and I think this is going to be a good showdown for Salt Lake to kick off their season, kick off their existence as a pro as a team. I'm just excited to get this going. I just want to see them kick off Sunday evening and, we need to talk about this for a second as well. Um, word coming out earlier this week, we had talked about it on last week's podcast that the NFL Network was going to be involved with the league as their startup. Well, the NFL Network and the NFL finally announced what they're going to be doing is that the NFL Network will have featured games each Sunday evening at 6 o'clock Mountain Time on the NFL Network and... Funny enough, well, who plays on Sunday this week, Sean? Oh, yes, that would be the Salt Lake Stallions and the Arizona Hotshots. So they're going to be playing on the NFL Network at 6 o'clock. Because nothing says kicking off a season on the road on a Sunday than Salt Lake. (laughs) Hey, Sean, you think about it, though. We talked about last week the whole idea that uh, TNT is going to be doing two games each year, one playoff game and one regular season game. And guess who gets the TNT spot with the Stallions next week? Oh, yeah, it would be the Birmingham Iron. And it leads into NBA All-Star Weekend, the NBA All-Star Saturday night. Salt Lake's going to be featured pretty prominently in this league, and you get you get that just with simply with eight teams in this league as, as a whole. But this is an exciting time to be a football fan. Football's not over yet. It's going to go until April, April 27th, I think is when they scheduled the championship game there at Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas. So got a few fun months coming up right here. Yeah, you almost got to feel like the Alliance of American Football is – trying to showcase Salt Lake in a lot of ways. Like, they're expecting a lot from the Stallions, from this roster, from this fan base yeah. as kind of a, a growth opportunity, maybe, as much of anything uh, mm-hmm. for American football. It's just because this is a non-NFL market. They've never had an NFL team. They've had a whole bunch of startup leagues here, but they see so much potential out of this franchise, out of this club, out of this roster, um, out of this coaching staff, out of this fan base, that they're really pushing hard to showcase it as much as possible absolutely and that brings me to we'll take a break here we'll come back we got to talk about these odds sean the westgate superbook in las vegas has odds and this is sean's favorite thing he loves talking odds and odds makers so we'll get to that next right here on wild stallions
Welcome on back to Wild Stallions. Of course, the name itself should give it away, but we are equal parts fans of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. As much as shtick as it might be, we do actually do love that love that movie, cult classic. But we also like great inter- show. We like to intertwine it with the Salt Lake Stallions and the Alliance of American Football. It kicks off things this Sunday for the Stallions. It kicks off Saturday officially for the league. But it's an exciting time, Sean, because guess what? Because strange things are afoot at the Circle K? Always. And that means the Westgate Superbook has odds for the debut season of the Alliance of American Football. Don't ask me how they came up with these odds. Don't ask me what intel they have. Don't don't, don't try to ask Vegas Sportsbooks yeah. how they come up with the odds. Exactly. Jake, come on, you know better don't, than don't ask. Don't ask that. But no. they do have odds. And the Salt Lake Stallions are featured very prominently in these preseason uh, predictions from the Westgate Superbook. Yeah, so according to Westgate, the uh, Stallions are plus 400, so about 5-2 to two odds to uh, win the inaugural Alliance of American Football Championship there. Uh, that's number two in the league, second only to your Arizona Hotshots, which are plus 250. So I guess you yep. can call the Hotshots the favorite. Uh, top two top two teams, according to the odds makers in this league, this Sunday, this season opener, might be might be we be seeing a preview of the championship game that's what these odds would say maybe it yeah you you look at it because those two have the best two odds followed by the san antonio commanders of orlando apollos and the atlanta legends they're currently at plus 500 so yeah this definitely sean could the season opener be the preview of what ends the season who knows but this is an exciting time um I'm actually, I, I, like I said, right at the top, I don't know how Westgate came up with this. I don't know if they're talking to people in the AAF and saying, okay, which teams do you guys think are good? But there are odds Obvi- out there. Obviously, they're listening to the Wild Stallions podcast. Of course they are. Come on. That's yeah. why they rate Salt yes. Lake so favorably. Yeah, but the Arizona Hotshots podcast, did that get them five to two odds? And shout out to our brethren at the Arizona Hotshots podcast as well. I mean, come on now. We can give a little plug. No, it's the truth. And But I, I do find it funny, though, that you have all these odds because then you round out, out with the other three teams. The San Diego Fleet, the Memphis Express, and the Birmingham Iron are all plus 1,000 odds. And I was actually reading this um, – I was reading about this, and if you remember, uh, Josh Johnson was the first overall pick in the keep him or pass on him, whatever the QB draft that the AAF held. Well, he is now signed with the with the Washington Redskins in the NFL, so he's no longer on this roster. And you would have had to think that San Diego probably would have had much better odds had they had Josh Johnson on their roster. Yeah, right now they're and and I mean a super late signing there too. So the fleet's kind yes. of been thrown into a little bit of a flux uh-huh. for sure, one hundred percent. I also really like and if we're if we're stepping away from the stallions while looking at these odds, um, I'm kind of a fan of that plus five hundred number attached to the Orlando Apollos. Yeah, coached I'd, by Steve Spur. Yeah, I don't think you can ever count out a team coached by the old ball coach, uh, the the Apollos. I, I think like approximately ninety eight point seven percent of their roster is from the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Whole bunch of former four and five star recruits out of there. Players that start at Florida, Florida State, Miami, uh, a couple of even like Florida Atlantic and Florida International players. Some of the best out there. Just an SEC rich roster yes. that it is. I I mean. I, I feel like plus 500 is maybe a little bit low 
for this Orlando franchise. We'll, we'll obviously keep an eye on how things shape up and come together with them. So maybe there's that issue. But, uh, I mean, there's just so much respect being given right now to Arizona and then Salt Lake as well. And I think it's showing in uh, in these early, early, way too early, some would say. Well, so like I, I'm reading this story. I'm on the Action Network's website, and Action Network is actually great stuff. It's a network built around sports betting, the, inter- the intersection of sports betting and and sports. And it says on here, he talks about some of these teams, and he does mention, okay, well, the leading team here is the Arizona Hotshots. Then he mentions the Salt Lake Stallions, but then he mentions Steve Spurrier's Orlando Apollos. But here's what he had to say about it. He says, speak. He says his speaking of Spurrier's roster isn't exactly illustrious but he's the most accomplished coach of the bunch and could make something out of nothing. nothing. Then again, none of these teams look good on paper, so it's tough to tell which teams will be good. <laughs> so, nice little caveat there. Fair. So, But it's true. I, I get it. There's, there's intrigue about this league. We all know that the history of, of alternative leagues to the NFL don't last very long, but... I'm hopeful that the Alliance can kind of gain a foothold here and really make an impression in year one. And we'll all find out. It starts this weekend on CBS as things get going. There's going to be chances to see all these teams in action. They'll be featured prominently on cable network, cable TV networks, and also streaming services. So this is a big opportunity here, Sean, to see what this league can do and see if it can gain a foothold in at least year one. And better, better yet, no TV timeouts. That is that is a nice part about it. There's Isn't that a, awesome? These are two and a half hour uh, broadcast windows. They want to get these games done. So you really think about it. I think some people, when I said that the Salt Lake Stallions are playing at six o'clock on Sunday evening, well, in their mind, when they're used to NFL or even college football, they're thinking, well, that's at least three hours. No, they want to do it. They want to be done by by eight thirty that night. And they've also built it into the rules here. They have they have overtime rules, Sean. But in the regular season, if it goes beyond one overtime period, they will just call to tie there will be ties in this league similar to the nfl they just they want to make sure that the sports fan that watches this game comes away thinking they haven't been sold a false bill of goods they're going to make sure these games fit into those broadcast windows as much as humanly possible uh yeah i mean they they they've done their research they know what some of the biggest qualms that particularly nfl fans and most american football fans have yeah um and a lot of that is is things like late kicks late start times Mm -hmm. um really long windows you know four and a half sometimes as many as five hour games etc etc so they're trying to avoid all of that and and really doing a lot of things and just kind of working that into the bedrock of the program in the league yeah no absolutely so it's an exciting time we'll be tracking it for you and we'll We'll update these odds. I'm interested to see how they might change after week one, Sean, because we really haven't seen these teams in action. They had those preseason contests in San Antonio, but they weren't open to the public. And as far as I'm aware, they weren't open to media either. Uh, They may be... I don't know if they were given film at the Westgate of those scrimmages to give them an impression, but... It's an exciting time, and we'll be tracking it for you. So we'll take a time out here. We'll come back, uh, talk a little bit more about the Stallions, their season opener, and we'll also hear from Johnny Paul. Is that correct, Sean? Get his thoughts on opening this season. I think you uh, spoke with. Yeah, thanks to our fan uh, Chantel Bouchai from yes. Salt Lake Stallions who spoke with him. We'll run a little bit of that here on the podcast as a former Utah linebacker and hard hat wearer extraordinaire Gianni Paul uh, gets <laughs> really excited to return to Rice Eccles Stadium for his 
AAF debut. Yeah, so we'll talk about that next right here on Wild Stallions. Final segment of this week's Salt Lake Stallions, Wild Stallions podcast. Sean, um, let's get to it right now. I'm Chantel Bouchai. Of course, she is the team reporter for the Salt Lake Stallions. Chantel, we're still waiting for you to come on the podcast. Still FYI. waiting. Because she said, hey, let me check with my agent. And I thought it was a joke, but... Apparently, she really does have a secretary really that yeah, needs she's, to schedule all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's got, a, she's got like legit like talent... Equi- like talent management type of deal, but Chantel. which Chantel's kind of a big deal. To be fair, put us. She's in- a much bigger deal than we are. So I I understand all of this, you know, shuffling her feet and trying to coordinate and everything. Like I yeah. get it. She's a way bigger deal than we are. Like yeah, I totally get it. It's fine. Take your time, Chantel. Like we'll be here. You know, it's you know, it's it's your timing, not ours. We're willing to work around our schedule for you. It's fine. Um, but uh, give us a call. Let us know. We'd, we'd love to have you on the show. We want to have you on before the season ends. That gives you at least 10 weeks, if not more, here, Chantel, to come on the podcast. That's all we ask. That's all. Just just once. Just once. One week out of 10. And guess what? Because we haven't had a chance to speak with players this week, Sean, we are going to take a cue from Chantel and actually hear from her speaking with former Utah linebacker Gianni Paul. Of course, he's making his return. The hammer. Yeah, the hammer. He's making his return to Rice Eccles Stadium to play in his former collegiate stadium. I really like Gianni Paul. I always enjoyed interviewing him when he was in college at the University of Utah, and I'm quite excited to have him back on this roster. He's a guy we need to have on the podcast as well. Yeah, he's, I mean, great great player, fun interview, uh, as you'll hear from Chantel. And, and this is a guy that I think a lot of Salt Lake football fans are going to be ex- especially excited to see. Uh, and several, if you believe Twitter, who uh, signed up for season tickets with the Salt Lake Stallions as soon as they signed this guy. Yeah, so um, we need to talk about that at some point here, Sean. We'll probably talk about it when they have their home opener, our expectations for the crowds here in Salt Lake City. I think there's some legit excitement about this team, uh, but I we'll talk about that as it gets closer because, of course, the Stallions start their season two games in a row on the road. And so it'll be interesting. We'll talk about that, but let's get to the sound here. Here's Chantel Bouchai speaking with Gianni Paul about his excitement level, about the season opener, and just his just overall excitement to be part of the Salt Lake Stallions. We're here with linebacker Gianni Paul. So how's it been playing with the Stallions and this opportunity with the Alliance? It's been great. Um, I got a great group of linebackers. Um, we got older guys, we got vets, um, we got younger guys, we got guys that fly around, make plays, we got guys that um, play with their hands by me, and we got a variety, a great group. You're reunited with some former University of Utah players. How's it like being with them again? Oh man, I, I'm, I'm blessed. Um, we got guys, older guys like Matt, we have the guys like CJ, the Kelsey, we have guys like Lecca, and all these guys that I play with or I admire, so uh, I think I'm home. So. And how's it like being reunited with Coach Erickson? A blessing. Coach Erickson has been a blessing in my life. Um, when he called me, I was so grateful for this opportunity, and uh, I'm willing to work hard and uh, you know, see, see where it goes. 
Once again, that was former Utah linebacker uh, Gianni Paul Wish on Tell Shy just talking about how he's excited to get going, and you can kind of feel it in his voice. Um, I love Gianni Paul. I love my interactions with him up, up at the U when I worked with him a little bit uh, up at the U, etc. But uh, I've, I've scarcely heard him more excited. You could tell he's very excited for yeah. this league, not only playing with nine other former compatriots and compadres uh, from the University of Utah, but just getting going in a professional football-type atmosphere in Salt Lake City uh, as a guy who's really had kind of a rough go of pro football, you know, getting cut by the Bengals, trying to make a go of it in Canada, um, really moving to 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 just all over the country trying to get his pro career started and then finally bringing it back home. I think there's a little bit of serendipity to it and uh, and you can you can feel that excitement for him. Yeah, exactly. And that's I think there's a lot of guys that share that sentiment. Um, we had a uh, former BYU tight end Tanner Baldry on the podcast last week and I think I, I, when I interviewed him, I could really tell he was excited about this. Uh, this program, uh, program. I keep thinking program for whatever reason. This team is going to be uh, staying in San Antonio through the first two weeks of the season here as they're on the road. Um, I get it. Just you can avoid uh, weather issues if you stay in San Antonio where it's a little warmer. The weather's a little more predictable because we still are in the middle of winter here along the Wasatch Front. But this team, I think, is ready to play games. They've been through a month-long training camp. I think they want to know as I think they want to know as much as we do if how good they are. They actually want to get out on the field, hit another team, have it count, and see what happens. I I, I think that the players on this team are just as excited as the fans are for this season. Yeah, and you can definitely feel it. So, in in the words of the fans, in the words of the coaches, in the words of the players, let's go. Yeah. No, it's the truth, and I, I, it's it's go time. That plain and simple, it, it is go time. We're gonna have a game Sunday night. We'll be back next week with the podcast recapping it. I'm just excited to see what this team looks like. Um, talking with guys like Tanner Baldry, they're very high on their team's chances. And as you would expect, no, no player is going to come on a podcast or do an interview where they're going to be like, yeah, well, I don't know how we're going to be, but you know. No, they're they're excited, and I'm excited for them. I just want to see. But you got but you got a very kind of post-fall camp post-college football fall camp feel out of a lot of guys when you hear from them making yeah. media appearances radio appearances podcasts tv appearances whatever you gotta very like we're sick of hitting each other let's let's get out there and play now yeah no exactly let's and get, we're there yeah exactly we're there so sunday night six o'clock mountain time it'll be the salt lake stallions taking on the arizona hot shots there also are going to be two games on saturday to officially kick off the season and this is an exciting time sean it is go time. It, it, I I don't know how to express it any clearer. That I'm just I just want to see these teams play. Football in February is back. Yeah, exactly. So let's see how it goes. We'll be back next week talking about how it goes for the league as a whole, and also more particularly how the Stallions do against the Hot Shots. So we'll have it all covered for you as we always do right here on Wild Stallions. Have a great day. Peace. Be excellent to each other. And. Party on, dudes! <laughs>